Hey, are you thirsty for some inspiration and good energy? Why not sip on a piping hot cup of spiritual tea? If you want to get the real life juice, simply listen to the podcast with Mama Goose. guys that is new y'all i just want y'all to know that is like a new intro um for the mama goose show but our guest today y'all i won't i won't hold y'all because i kind of want to use um our our space our time to share this message and our guest today is actually a repeat guest um she is none other than my sister friend um my my author friend um, and she is definitely um, one of God's daughter and soldiers in this earth. And she has written not just one, um, she's written actually three books. And one of them is titled, oh, you can't see it because of the background, but it's titled The Muted Cage. And her, the second one is, um, I think is, is, it is so, oh my God. I know y'all can see this. I am, yes, and yes, I am, yes, I am. And it is a book of affirmations. And y'all know I love affirmations. I don't even know how much she even knew that or even thought of that. And um, her third book, which is actually the sequel to her first um, book, The Muted Cage, and it is called Regardless. And you can get all of these books, um, I do believe, on lulu.com. Um, and the book that we are going to talk about today in honor of the 911 attack is titled Messages from Within the Towers. And I actually left out the word in um, from, I believe, I believe I did, but it's messages from within the tower, right? When I when I read this this book, I initially thought it was gonna be like a story through. Um but what it turns out to be is little short stories. And then she gives us one or two points that is associated with that particular story of that particular person. So let me let me put a disclaimer out there. I, I'm gonna be honest. Let me put a disclaimer out there. I'm a believer, okay? I'm a believer of God. I'm a believer of Jesus. I'm a believer of the Holy Spirit. I am a believer that God speaks to his people. I am a believer that God does what he says in his word, where he says that he will give his children visions and dreams. So if you are not one of those believers, you may find this book hard to believe. But when I read this book, I felt the realness in my heart. I didn't have to be there, but I felt like I was there. I, and it actually brought me to tears because I felt like I was sharing in what somebody was experiencing during that time from the words in this book. And so without any further ado, let me welcome in 
my dear sister, and I'm gonna let her just tell you guys a little bit more about herself first before we get into the book, amen. And I want to welcome for a second time, um, and hopefully not the last time, my dear Arthur friend and sister in Christ, Malegros Lotus Romero. Hello, hey, <laughs> hi, how are you? I am awesome, and how are you today? I am doing great. I am excited to be here again. And for those people who are trying to adjust the volume, it's not you, it's me. I I have a little struggle with my vocal cords for the past 15 years. So you may hear some fluctuations. Sometimes it gets better. Sometimes it gets worse. Just bear with me. <laughs> well, yes. I'm going to say this. It's going to get to a point where you are not going to explain your voice. You are just <laughs> going to speak and they're going to listen. And that is it because it is what it is. But I am going to look at some of the comments um, while you just tell um, our listeners a little bit about my dear sister Malagros. Of course. So, first of all, milagros means miracles. And that is how I describe my life. My mother was told that she couldn't have children. And after trying for five years, I knocked on her womb and here I am. When I was born, there was no movement. There was no sound coming out of me. And the doctor said, she's not going to live. That was about 4.30 in the afternoon, one something in the morning. I started, I guess, announcing that I am here, right? And the doctor, the doctor still said, we don't know that she will make it. But if she does, if she does, then um, she's gonna be sick the rest of her life. She might not have a long life. Well, praise God, I am 58 years old. So whatever science said, it has been defied in my life for 58 years and I give God the glory because although I have gone through many things in my life God has blessed me and graced me to be his servant from childhood I used to have dreams and I used to have visions and of course being a child I didn't understand I used to think that these things were happening in real time. So I had to learn little by little that I had certain gifts, even though I had no understanding. So I praise God for that. From my childhood, I always wrote. I couldn't share the experiences I was living because there was a lot of abuse in my life. But 
God gave me influence to write. So I would write about my feelings, but never about the incidents. And I've written, like I said, most of my life. And God gave me the blessing of becoming an author. <laughs> and I shared yesterday that if my computer could speak, it would just, just yell at me. Why are you keeping me pregnant for so long? Please let me release, right? So this is this is who I am. My thing is that I I always wished that someone would have encouraged me when I was going through something. Maybe they didn't see it. Maybe they didn't want to get involved. Maybe they didn't know how to do it. But I've always found myself encouraging others, uplifting others to the point that when I first started speaking out about the abuse and published the muted cage, several people came to me that used to be around me when I was a child. And they were children as well. And they said, I didn't know. I didn't know that while you were making me feel safe, while you were making me feel protected, that you were going through this. And you always made me feel comfort. And I just thank God because Sometimes we don't know how we affect other people. And so we need to be careful that we don't hide ourselves because my team, the tea I serve, might not be for everybody. And that is okay. Someone else will serve you the kind of tea that you need. But those that are around me, those that need what God has deposited in me, just the same way that God puts me around those that can offer me to drink of their cup. Those are the people that you are serving. And those are the people that I am serving. So don't worry if you don't do this like someone else. It doesn't matter. With this book, messages from within the towers i had a big struggle with it because i was in my flesh in my emotions i guess in my pride and ego wondering if people would believe me right and and when i first decided that i was gonna have someone publish the book for me i had this long apology about I'm sorry if you don't believe. And then God said, you know what? Erase that. Do not explain me. Do not apologize for me. Do not defend my reputation. I am God and I have always been God. So I took it out and I said, you know what? Again, it's not for everybody. These messages, these are actually messages that came in the form of poetry. And what I went through, I think like Valerie was explaining, can be felt 
through the words. And if you are a skeptic, this might change your mind about the power of God. Okay? It's not preaching. It ain't that. It's not a sermon. It ain't that. It is just the grace of God that gave an opportunity to people who were still alive, who were desiring to be able to say one more thing to their loved ones, but knew that the end was near. And that's what this book is about. If you don't mind, um, I want to read, this is very short, you guys, but this is one that kind of brought me to, brought me to tears. You guys know I'm a, I'm an author as well. And you know, we've done, you guys have tuned in to, to my poetry. Um, so let me just read this briefly, seriously, y'all. And it starts with, again, I moved into another body in the room. This is our sister speaking as herself okay this time it was a woman who was thinking about her two precious daughters she was in such a rush that morning that she had no time to stop to be with them the night before though she did give them undivided attention and was in full appreciation of her most magnificent gifts her memories were of her sitting on her bed looking at pictures of her daughters of times when her daughter was very young she enjoyed contemplating how beautiful and loving her daughters were throughout their involved evolving. This was almost like she wanted to engrave within her soul every moment they shared. I feel like her spirit was alerting her of a change that was about to happen, that she did not know what it truly meant. As she meditated on her daughters, holding the picture in her hands, she whispered the words, that produced the following poem. And it's short and it's titled, My Precious Gifts. As I contemplated your essence while you quietly slept, I marveled at the great beings which God had, has gifted me with. My wonderful girls, you are my greatest blessing. I have been exalted with the privilege to be chosen to have you in my life. I love you and will never walk alone. You will never walk alone for in your heart is a piece of me that will never die. If those words didn't feel like you can literally imagine, you didn't have to be Malegros, but to, to even imagine that this is somebody that was caught up in that accident. So can you, when, when you were feeling you said, okay, these words are, are from what God took you through. Yes. Can you just briefly give them um, an, an explanation or um, I guess an explanation of, of what you went through? It is a difficult thing to express because I don't know the supernatural. I cannot explain the supernatural. What I do know is that that morning I was asleep and I was in Washington state, so it's three hours earlier for me. And my brother came into the room screaming 
and yelling that we were being attacked. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he couldn't say, he was crying, he was trembling and he pulled me. And as I sat before the TV, it was like I was pulled into the towers. That is how it felt to me. I, I felt the heat. I, I felt, I heard the people crying. I saw the people running. It was like I was there, literally. That is how I experienced this. And so when the people were, it is almost like I, I can read their minds or their hearts. I don't know. I call it discernment. Other people might want to call it whatever they want to call it is fine. But I felt that I would go to this person and feel what they were feeling, hear what they were saying within themselves or crying out. And then I would hear their words and I was writing. I was writing this book as things were happening on that same day. At, during the nighttime, I was posting and during the day I was posting on this um, site called Flogo. And people were like, are you there? Are you there in that, in that building? Where are you? Are you in New York? And I was like, no, I am in Washington state. I'm so far away, but I am feeling these things and I am feeling these people. And so during the nighttime, I was trying to reach the New York Times. I sent them um, some of the poetry and some of the stories that I was feeling and living. And that is all I can say, God. And, and it's not the first time that I've had like out of body experiences when I was 15 years old I was in my church in a prayer meeting and we were praying because the pastor wanted to leave the church and go over to Vieques, Puerto Rico well we were on St. Croix and I had never visited Vieques and I, I saw my body on the altar praying but I felt myself just going somewhere. It wasn't like I could see land and water because you have to go across the sea to be able to get to vehicles. That wasn't the experience. It's just like being transported from one place to another. And I saw the church in the inside. And when I came back to myself, I explained it to the church and the pastor said, that is exactly the church. Everything you describe is exactly how the church looks inside. I couldn't explain it. And I was actually new to the church. I had just given my life to Christ when I was 14 and this happened when I was 15. And the church didn't, didn't include teachings about the supernatural power of God. I don't think that there was um, like a lot of exposure to that. So there wasn't anything I can explain. And, and I had asked God, you know, how do I explain this? And in my spirit, it was like if I had wanted you to give an explanation of exactly how things are, I would have given it to you. But the supernatural power of God is a mystery to us. And we just have to believe, have faith and accept what is. There are a lot of people 
that are not Christians that have all kind of experiences. And there are a lot of Christians that do have these experiences, but do not expose them because they are afraid of what people are going to think. And I have gotten to a place, praise and thank God, because it was about time that I no longer care if people believe me, if they don't believe me, if they want to accept it or not, if they say this or that about me, that's their situation. I just have to stand on what I know and what I believe. And what I know and I believe is that God took me to this place in the spirit for me to experience what was going on with some of these people because there are families that were left behind and they needed answers and they needed closure and they needed to hear I love you and they needed to hear I forgive you and they needed to hear I will always be with you they were they needed to hear I am sorry we fought last night we fought this morning and I walked out and now I'm not coming back people need to hear these things and however God chooses to deliver it amen Amen. Because I do, and and I ask you to um to offer up that explanation because that's actually, of course, the I believe is the introduction um in the book which explains it. And um honestly, me being a, a woman of faith, I truly, truly believe in these words, and and I am praying, and I'm looking actually looking for the information because. She actually, if any, you know, anybody, any family that has, um, that has been affected or was affected, I'm sorry, if I should say, um, in these tragic accidents, she's actually number one. She wants to get this information um, to these. She wants to get a copy of the book to the individual families. Um, and you can also get a copy of the book. I, I promise you, um, I'm not a crybaby. Well, I am a crybaby, but I I, re- I don't know if I, I, besides reading God's word, I don't know if I just really ever just really cried reading, you know, words from a, a book. But the words in this book just simply felt real to me. Um, and knowing the God that I serve, knowing that my God is able to do way more than anything we can ever imagine you know so i i I thank i thank god for for you i thank god for for these words and i am praying that these words would reach the hands of those who can find some closure some healing um or some encouraging words um from messages messages from within the towers is the name um of this book y'all so please share share the book share the title share this episode um and i want to thank you my dear sister um do you want to share anything else with our listeners and our viewers before um we end this episode just to remember 
to be sensitive and to be compassionate, especially right now. I'm sure the television is showing all kind of things that are related to 9/11. This is gonna bring memories and and things back to the families that are suffering. We might say, "Oh, that has been so long ago. They need to get over it." Listen, nobody can dictate how people grieve or what it is that they are dealing with. Let's remember to be sensitive, even if you're not a sensitive person. If you don't have a kind word, then pull back and let somebody else step in. Amen. And guess what, y'all? That's your mama goose nugget for today. How about that? And with that being said, let me thank each one of you for for joining us, for viewing with us, um, for commenting. Um, thank you, uh, our YouTube um, viewers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, y'all know I'm trying to get our viewers up and I want to definitely um, send a huge, huge shout out um, to my dear sister and Arthur friend, Malegros Romero. Y'all, I have put the information in the comment section. Click the link. Go to Lulu. Yes. Okay. She has one more thing. Go ahead, sweet. Yes. If anyone knows of or has connection with any organization that is serving the families, Please let me know because 50% of all um, sales that are done this month of September is going to go towards an organization that is serving the families. Awesome, awesome. Let's let's do this, y'all. Let's support. Um, let's not just support her, but you know the families that was also affected. We was infected, and I know that these words has affected me but yet they were some encouraging words to know that i feel like these were their last words um so with that being um with that being said thank you thank you thank you all so so very much for joining us and just please remember please remember that the Mama Goose show this was a special episode and it was with uh, our very own Arthur Malegros Romero, Arthur of messages from within the tower, from within the tower, as well as Arthur of the Muted Cage and book Regardless, which is the sequel. So y'all support our dear sisters. Amen. And thank you guys for joining us. I can't thank you enough. I love you with the love of Christ and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. And you know my saying y'all, be blessed and be a blessing y'all amen see y'all next time on the mama goose show